So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast where we teach you how to grow your photography business if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog posts check out sixfigurephotography.com now here's your host ben hartley Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley with, of course, Six Figure Photography and my photography studio, Stown Story Creative. You guys, it feels so freaking good to be back. We've been on a long hiatus. I want to apologize for that, but I also want to thank you guys. Thank you for the outpouring of emails and support and requests for more episodes of the SFP podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time joining, I want to give you an idea of what the SFP podcast is all about. It comes down to two things, really. Understanding your own self-worth and providing value to every single person you encounter. It's no secret that it's called the Six Figure Photography Podcast. But please, you guys, never forget this. Your income, your salary, the amount of money that you make is directly tied to how well you serve your clients. Do not forget that, you guys. Look, I'm so, so, so excited to be back. Like I said, uh, it's, it's just been a while, you guys. For those of you who don't know, by the way, I run a full-time wedding photography studio. What you're listening to right now, the SFP podcast, this is my side hustle, right? And so apart from that, uh, my wife and I, we are, uh, we're going to be having twins here in a couple months. And so things have been a little crazy. And to top it off, I've been spending the last six months creating this massive video course for you guys entirely about how to get booked, how to get new leads in the door. Because the more and more I listen to you guys, the more and more I understand, even just living life, that having a constant flow of, of, clients and leads knocking on your door, reaching out to you. It's like the lifeblood of your business. And so anyhow, I put out this massive video course called Booked, the Ultimate Guide to Getting Photography Clients. It's closing on Thursday. So look, you're, you're probably listening to this hopefully Wednesday, uh, maybe Thursday. But if you listen to this episode anytime after uh, February 14th, 15th, 16th, the course is no longer available. But anyhow, go check it out uh, over at sixfigurephotography.com backslash booked. There'll be a link down below as well. All right, you guys, let's jump in on episode 37. Here's the deal. I wanted to keep the very first episode of season two of the Six Figure Photography Podcast close to home. And so I had a chance to sit down with Ben Adams. For those of you who don't know, Ben Adams is one of the head photographers at Style & Story Creative. He started this thing off with me back in 2013. And, um, and we want to talk about commitment today. 
Because there's there's a few traits that will lead to your success and your ability, your willingness, your dedication to commit is going to be one of those things. It's so powerful uh, towards accelerating the growth uh, of your business. And so that's what we're talking about today. I'm not going to waste your time. Let's jump in and chat with Ben Adams. Let's do this thing. All right, you guys, it feels great to be back. Uh, first episode of season two of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. I figured, you guys, no better way to start off season two than to keep things close to home. Uh, and so you guys hear me talk all the time about uh, the other two uh, photographers here at Style and Story Creative, Stephen Lowe, Ben Adams. Well, I figured it'd be really fun uh, just to have a conversation with my buddy, Ben. He's used to hearing me uh, you know, do the podcast across the room, interviewing you know, all these other people. And for the first time today, I'm going to bring him in and I kind of put him on the spot here and we're going to be sharing this conversation that I think he and I can relate to in a lot of ways. So Ben, say hi. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's great to be a part of this. Um, I'm the best looking one, a part of the studio, and the best at ping pong. So I uh, just wanted to give it, give myself a shout out. <laughs> You're coming in hot on that. Um, fantastic. You guys, so um, maybe, Ben, give a quick little uh, history uh, for people listening in terms of, of kind of maybe our relationship, what we've gone through, because I think it provides context as we're talking about commitment you're you're right there you know with us since the beginning since Stonesbury Creative you've been like the partner to uh to make the decisions you see all the commitments that we make and how it's played out to our success and so um I want to kind of just rewind and uh bring people in on you know where you've come from yeah man uh like you said we we started this thing together um years ago and it's just been great to see our growth um as as like doing this as a business and even as our friendship uh and just committing to uh, even committing to both of those things as our for our friendship and our family um and our wives and your child and my soon to be children someday that you keep asking me when i'm gonna have um and, and even our business and uh there's there's nobody I'd rather do this with than you and you and Lo. Nice. That's awesome. So this was like 2013 yeah. is when you really came on in a, in a full-time manner, right? It was yeah, right about 2013. I think so. Maybe you may have been a little bit earlier than that. Anyhow, you guys, the reason we're talking about commitment is because, look, there's so many – well, there's not so many. There's actually a few select qualities that I think really define the success that a person encounters in life. And one of those qualities is the, the ability, the willingness to commit. It, it just plays out so much towards your success. And so as, uh, as we're entrepreneurs and photographers, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the fears that we have with this. I want to talk about the experiences that Ben, you and I have had, mm -hmm. the times when we failed to commit, the results that it's had, and then the great payout when we have. So let's just kind of rewind for a second because commitment's hard. Like oh, yeah. it, it's like marriage. <laughs> it's like it's hard. Like why is commitment so hard? Like why is it hard for you? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, because when you commit to something, you're giving it your all. And if you're not giving it your all, then you're not committing. And so, you know, when it's that time to commit, you got to go all in or all nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's you're you're kind of a when you're all in on something, you're you're held accountable, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're now liable for the choice that you've made. Um, and there's something that's um, it's a little terrifying, right? Because as soon as you're you're dedicated, you're standing for something. You put your stake there, and you say, "This is me. This is what we're going to do." <laughs> and at that point, it's like all the fear of failure creeps in because oh, yeah. now you're you're standing for something. And if you fail, now what? I mean, do you relate? No, I, I do 100 percent, Ben. Um, and so I, I think it's fear of failure. It's also the fear of the unknown because um, once you're all in on it, 
if it doesn't go your way and, and now what? Um, and so I guess, look, understanding that it's fear that's holding us back. This is, I guess, the thing that I want to talk about. It's like the cycle. It's like this never ending loop of suckiness because what happens is when we don't commit, but let's talk about this in the context maybe of, of, um, trying to go full time with your photography. Get, like, track with me here, you guys. Uh, when you're wanting to, to go full-time with photography, but you're just not fully committed to it, you're not sure, there's fear there, you're not sure if it's really the right path, if you're going to be able to make it, can you support your family, you're just not all in. You're kind of half-assing everything. And so you're not fully engaged in, in attracting clients. You're not fully engaged in trying to figure out how do you get your pricing up and how do you level up your business. You're not fully engaged in how do you provide a better service and a better quality product to your clients. And because of that, you fail. You fall flat on your face because you're just half-assing it. And then you know what we do? We validate our fear. We see that failure. We see, we see the result as like, oh, man, uh, good thing I didn't go all in. And it just continues the cycle of lack of confidence. And it continues the cycle of, of lack of commitment. And so um, I, I want to pull, pull us out of that trap. I want to help pull the photographers who are in that never-ending cycle of, of fear of commit. And they're just kind of half-assing everything in their business. We're talking about um, getting their clients, providing better service, valuing print, um, leveling up their pricing, building a better business structure. And yet all the while uh, doing that on top of um, spending time with your family, right? And like loving your kids. Um, and so being being fully committed and, and all in on that stuff. Um, anyhow, yeah, uh, let, let's kind of talk about this in regards to going full time because you and I have both – entered this process. We both were at some point working other jobs and we had to make the, the jump for you. Was it just a straight commitment or was there like some dabbling that you had to do? Oh, I mean, there was a little bit of both at the beginning. Um, I was, I was just, uh, just engaged and I was like, man, I got to provide for my wife. And so that was like one of the biggest butt kickers for me, uh, to, to, you know, make sure I needed to commit. Cause I, I you know, it wasn't just me anymore. It was for me and my wife. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm right there with you when it was 2012, right about there, graduated college. Many of you guys have heard my story. I won't go into too much detail, but essentially married uh, and not really having an opportunity to bring in money. Yeah. And so it was something that like just straight up out of desperation. Yeah you know, put everything into like, it's, it goes back to, I talk a lot about this idea of like thrashing. It's like, like putting everything in and trying it and testing and learning and then trying something else, testing that and learning and continuing to test and learn, test and learn. Um, I, I'm going to jump in. I, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest successes for like what we do and how we do things around here. I kid you not guys, we'll get an idea, uh, me or Ben. And one of us walks in, in the morning and we just stop everything we're doing and, and we just go all in. We commit to it, hundred um, percent, and that's that's just kind of how we've learned things. If if you don't give it your hundred percent and go all in with it, uh, you'll never know. Yeah, I guess I you know I see so many emails that hit my inbox that um, it, it's just people who I can tell they're they're so on the edge. Mm-hmm. And I also want to just let's counterpunch this for a second because man, I get it. Oh, yeah. Like if you're listening right now and you've got a family, you've got kids, and and you're trying to figure out what to do. Like, I don't want to be the photographer to give you the advice that says, just go for it, follow your dreams, <laughs> quit your job, make it happen. Um, so maybe it's not that type of commitment, but, but I'm not going to let you off the hook. You understand me? Like if you're listening and that's you and you're like, Oh, thank God he let me off the hook. No, I didn't. Because you know what time there is when your kids go down at 8 PM, there's from 8 PM to 2 AM. 
And that's your time to commit. That's your time to go all in. Mm-hmm. If that time doesn't sound good to you because you want to fall to sleep with your wife at the same time, then fine. F that. Get up at 4 a.m., right? Go. This is me, <laughs> by the way. I'm saying that from experience. I want to, like, Leslie, my wife, values that we go to bed at the same time. I get it. But then I'm getting up at 4 a.m. That's my time to commit. And that's your time to commit and start making these transitions uh, happening. Dude, okay, tell me about another time in your life. It doesn't even have to be photography related where the choice to either commit or not commit was the deal breaker. Um, yeah, put me on the spot again, Ben. Uh, recently, actually, so I really been wanting to journal and just like write down stories or ideas. Um, I'm, we're, we're all creatives here. We're always thinking it. I never stop. I always have ideas, whether it's for me or my home or for my family. Um, and so I went to look at some uh, journals and I actually decided, uh, I was weighing them all out based off of looks and prices. And I actually decided to get one of the most expensive ones, at, mainly because I knew it would help me commit to, you know, actually writing and using this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was my way of committing to my journal was like, if I spend so much money on my journal, I know it'll force me, or at least help force me to write in it every single day or every single week. Yeah. Uh, a couple kind of uh, thoughts to piggyback off that. So fun fact, you guys, I used to be a professional longboarder, right? A skateboarder. And something that um, I think it's talked about a lot in the photography industry is buying gear, right? And how gear won't make you a better photographer. And I totally buy into that. I totally believe that. Just like buying a better skateboard won't make you a better skateboarder. (laughs) However, on the topic of commitment, there's something that Ben just brought up that's really interesting. I would always, when it came to my my, uh, uh, skateboarding equipment, I always bought the most expensive, the best, the absolute best of the best. Not because I believe that it would make me a better skateboarder because it changed. It was like a brain hack. It was like a life hack. It just, it changed, it changed the way that I, that I approached skateboarding. I got out and I practiced more and I practiced harder and I believed in myself. It like, it built my confidence. And it also, once again, it forced me to, to get out there and actually perform, not waste it. You guys, I see this in the photography industry too. There's so much free content. I I mean, look, you're listening to a free podcast right now and I love it. It's freaking awesome, right? But what happens is we take in all this free content and then you don't do shit. You don't do anything with it. You just take it in because it's free and then you just go about your life. And there's so much stuff there. And one of the best photography like hacks that you could do for your business is, yes, keep taking in the free stuff. But man, at a certain point, invest. Like That's what I loved about uh, when we uh, were at WPPI back in 2013. We, we paid – gosh, we probably paid a couple grand to fly our whole team out there. We took a couple master courses and we invested – uh, ourselves, we invested our time and our money uh, straight into uh, into photography, and we really didn't even know what we were investing ourselves into. To be honest, we're like, all right, we're going to this conference. Like, oh, let's hope it goes well. Let's yeah. hope we learn something. Yeah, and and it was the result though. It was it was because we invested that we knew we were dedicated to getting something out of this. Mm-hmm. That when we came back to Ohio, we were going to make changes. That we were going to level up our game. Look, a lot of people talk about when to increase your prices, right? How to how to increase your pricing, how to increase your rates. I've got a couple rules for that, and one of my number one rules for when to increase your pricing is if you ever invest into yourself, if you invest into bettering yourself or your business, then you must increase your prices. And it's a commitment thing. Again, it's this hack. It says that, look, I'm going to pay money for this thing. 
And because I'm doing that, I know that when I get back to Ohio, I've already committed to myself that I'm going to raise my prices. I better take it seriously. I better start thinking about all the ways that I can actually implement this, take notes, structure, have conversations outside of the room uh, with other photographers. But I have to come back with a way to raise my prices. Um, and it's led to such extreme and, and quite honestly, rapid growth. Oh, if yeah. you want to grow rapidly, you better commit your shit, right? That's how you go rapidly. That's how you go from, from just starting out year one to six figures by year three is is commitment and taking these choices dude it's it's funny we've been talking a lot about bridal shows lately um if you're watching this or listening to this on wednesday just yesterday on tuesday the 14th happy valentine's day uh (laughs) we did a um a training for bridal shows and um how how we completely changed our whole perception of bridal shows uh to rocket um so it's it's fun uh Maybe actually, Ben, you. I want you to tell a story because this was back when you first started. I dragged Ben along to a bridal show, right? I dragged Ben along to this bridal show, and we went into it with this attitude that accepted the narrative that is out there in the photography industry right now today, and it's been out for a long time. And the narrative says what, Ben? Uh, the narrative says. Oh, sorry, Ben isn't paying attention. Uh, the narrative says this. It says that bridal shows uh, are are junk. That bridal shows yeah. are a waste of time. That bridal shows are not for your ideal client. They're not for you. Uh, that it's for budget brides and for beginner photographers. And that's the perception that we had going into this. And so we have asked this bridal show. Can you tell, like, explain yeah. the setup. Well, I think even the, to reverse to the very beginning of it is that we were asked to come to this bridal show. Again, we had zero investment into it. And so from a commitment standpoint, again, uh, free things are great. But, man, we just, like, we're going into it knowing they, they invited us. So we're like, was, they, not, they didn't just invite us. It yeah, was free. It was free. They, yeah. they, waived, they waived the cost. Yeah, they waived the cost to try to get us to come to the show because yeah. they wanted us to shoot through their venue more. <laughs> And so that's a really valid point, man. At that point, we just had no stake in the game. Yeah. And we, uh, we just walked in and uh, we, we set, you know, I don't remember, we set like a table up with uh, an iMac maybe. And we stood behind this table uh, and just like waited for people to come to us. And <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. So I just actually was going through my phone and <laughs> oh, I saw yeah. a picture of it. <laughs> and it was a single like, you know, uh, standard. Like what, eight foot table. Eight like foot the table. Right, yeah. no, no, like uh, cloth, over no it. cloth yeah. over it. Had a couple iMacs and some wedding albums, and then you can see Ben and I standing behind this table, and we're like in full suits, uh, <laughs> standing behind the table. We came out of that show, you guys, um, with zero, with nothing, but just like yeah. we were just we. Once again, going back to that self-fulfilling, like, uh, endless loop of, of validating uh, your lack of commitment. We came out of it being like, yep, everyone's right. Bridal shows, uh, there's no value in these because we just – we weren't committed. No. We walked into it and we didn't actually take it seriously. Now, to flip this on the other side – uh, we've been testing all these things. And so four weeks ago, we went and did another bridal show, uh, night and day for starters, we paid $2,000 to go to the show. You mm-hmm. better believe we were committed, right? We came into that being like, if we don't get, you know, at least one booking out of this, like, <laughs> yeah, we had a really good game plan going into yes. that. We had a strategic s- game plan. We did. We had such a strategic game plan for everything. From, I mean, look, if you missed my webinar, I'm sorry. Uh, the training was all there for you. Um, but we, we went in with such a, such a strong game plan and came out so on top. We came out with $70,000 and counting because there's still meetings and still bookings occurring, but $70,000 worth of sales from that single show. 
right? The only thing that changed was our commitment level and the approach that we had going into that. It's the only thing that changed, right? Um, Man. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Like, we'd even wear suits this time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about this in, in the context of of print because look, it's no secret we are firm believers in the in the importance of print. We're firm believers in um in presenting images to your clients that are real and doing it in person, not just emailing a link. It's why that we have sponsors like um, Miller's. It's why we have sponsors like Fundy. You guys just so you know, we seek out those sponsors. I want to support the companies that I believe in and that we personally use. And so um I wanna I wanna transition and talk about committing even as it goes to, to in-person sales and that goes to print. But I guess we already started talking about Miller's and, and Fundy. Um, let, let's just like do a little quick thank you to them. Yeah, I, I, quick thanks to um, the, to those companies, right? To Miller's, to Fundy. These are the companies that they've believed in six-figure photography. They've believed in Stylesbury Creative and in myself and Hartley. They've believed in us uh, from day one. And I just want to say thank you to them. Uh, you guys, honestly, you have to go check this out. Let's start with Miller's. Um, Miller's is where we get our albums from and our canvases from. The reason that we love Miller's uh, is because A, uh, their quality is amazing, but but there's a certain point where I start to value other things just as much as quality. And that's like their customer service is so on point. You guys, when you order an album from Miller's, it's going to be free next day air shipped. That's insane to me. Like your clients are going to get their albums and their physical products so much faster. Their care and attention to detail is just it's, – it's unparalleled. And so just a huge thank you to Miller's Lab. Um, so much respect for them. And then right there with them is Fundy. It's like Fundy Software and Miller's together. God, dude. I mean oh, – Incredible. Yeah. They've, they've changed our business. How about you talk about Fundy for a second? Because no. I'm always talking about Fundy. Yeah, I want to hear about I you. I love Fundy, man. We, we started using Fundy – oh, when was that? 2000. 2014, and 14, 14 I think. was right after WPPI. Yep. And, uh, man, we can build albums so quickly. And not only the, the album building process is fast, which is great, but, man, we use Fundy in our in-person sales as well. And we design albums with our couples right there. It's just unbelievable. Like, truly, we couldn't do what we do um, without Fundy. Yeah, it's true. I mean, apart from Lightroom, Fundy is the yeah, most important 100%. piece of software that we have. Yeah, and it's 100%. because it's not just about... Um, designing albums, right? It helps you to design albums. Um, but within Fundy, it's it's designing, it's presenting, it's proofing. Yeah. Uh, and then as well, it's the ability to sell right there within it. When I say proofing, you guys, um, I want to encourage you, when, you're, when your clients see their pictures for the first time, uh, don't have them see their pictures just one at a time in a slideshow, right? Instead, show your clients their images in a narrative format. Right in storytelling, so our our clients are seeing their pictures for the first time in an album spread narrative that's been pre-designed. Uh, it just changes the entire experience. All right, cool. Anyhow, thanks, Fundy. Thanks, Millers. So here we go. Let's talk about albums because um, in-person sales albums. It's something that I think a lot of photographers they want to do. They hear other photographers talking about it, and it's. It's such a commitment to take. It's something that I think there's such a barrier there uh, to kind of enter into. And so, um, Ben, what would be the first step that you would encourage a photographer to take if they're wanting to start to introduce albums? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You have to walk the walk, man. Uh, the first thing that we did is we went and bought albums for us, for me personally. Um, as you're selling, it's not even selling, but as you're, you're working with your clients here, um, they have to believe you and what you're selling. And one way that's going to really help is if you believe yourself. And so when we ordered all our albums, man, I believe in 
albums 100% now. And I know that my clients, when I'm sitting down with them, they see that. When they come into my home and they see my beautiful album from my wedding sitting out, they believe me in what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, so even let's, let's even rewind because you brought up something else. You brought up something that I was like, well, kind of. You guys, you get this, right? Um, we have failures and we have successes. And so when we first started, we actually weren't fully committed. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's totally – I was thinking about that as you were saying because we didn't first get you an album. Uh, we actually – we kind of dabbled, right? We weren't fully committed. And what his, this is – let me, let me kind of rewind and paint this picture for you guys. We're uh, – this was back in 2013. We're wanting to start to introduce albums, but we're looking at the extreme cost amount that it's going to take to get sample albums. And so instead we're like, ah, let's just hold off and see if clients are interested. Let's just see if we can sell some albums. And so we didn't commit. We didn't get sample albums. We kind of changed some stuff in our contract and, and couples would come in and we'd ask, do you want to buy an album? Do you <laughs> nope. want to buy an album? Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys, we weren't committed to the process. We weren't committed. We didn't have any samples to show them and no one was taking action. Uh, it wasn't until we sat down with another mentor who really helped us to understand that we have to be all in, not just all in in terms of having a sample, but our brand has to be surrounded around the power and the importance uh, of print. It goes back to walking the walk. It was funny. Our mentor asked, he's like, well, do you have any albums of your own wedding? Do you have any albums? of your family and when Ben and I looked at ourselves and we were like no we don't then he was like then why would anybody else that you're serving ever invest in an album for themselves why if you can't say that you ever done it then why should they you haven't valued it. You haven't seen the, that it's worth the money. Why should they? It, it changed everything for us. And it was at that point then. Yeah, then that's when we. <laughs> yes. That the first album, you guys get this, the first album you should get should not be a sample album. The first album that you get should be an album. And if, look, if you're not married, that's fine. Go make an album of your last vacation. Go make an album of, of your kids or of that time that you had a play date in the backyard with your neighbor. I don't care. We, like We made one of our dog, actually. <laughs> I could, could you not? We made one of our dog. That's awesome. So. So do that. Second thing then is, is go all in and, and, and get the albums, get sample albums that you actually want to, uh, to present to your, to your clients. If you can't physically show it, then you cannot sell it. You guys, you have to, you actually have to get all the options, uh, possible. Um, and then at that point you can actually start like, and you'll see it. You'll see yourself actually be able to start to sell prints uh, and start to sell uh, uh, wall art and albums because you're fully involved in it. Yeah, and they and you start to build this trust with your clients as well. They can see that trust um, uh, coming through you based off of albums and your sales. Yep, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Um, so I guess from here, uh, I want to kind of chat about uh, this has a lot to do with albums. It has a lot to do with sales. Um, but it's just more about like your overall success and, and even just booking clients in general, not even necessarily having someone invest in, in real portraiture and, and real um, physical artwork, but just invest in you as the photographer, right? To actually book you uh, for, for that service. Um, I want to talk about the number one thing that you have to commit to. Like if you're going to commit to anything, this has to be it. All right. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to take it home with here, Ben. So the, the number one thing you guys, please, if you're driving right now to make special note of this, if you need to pull over into that Kroger parking lot or that Myers gas station, do it. Um, pay attention. You guys, you have to be completely committed. You have to be completely sold 
on your own product, on your own service. I'm talking pretty much at this point about conviction, not just commitment, but a deep conviction, a conviction that you truly have something to offer your client, that you are the best of the damn best. And look, they can find someone else cheaper and they can do that, right? But they don't have you, right? I need you guys to be fully committed and, con- and convicted by the fact that if someone, if someone doesn't hire you, you should feel bad. You should actually feel sorry that for them because they don't have you. I'm talking about that level of commitment and conviction to the service that you provide people. And this is something that it, it ties so closely to the definition of commitment and, and the, the purpose behind commitment, the purpose behind what we as photographers are doing because it's not just taking pictures, you guys. It's not just clicking the shutter. When someone walks away from you and you feel bad about it, it's about something more than that. Ben, talk a little bit about the definition of commitment and how this ties together. So the definition of commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. So my question for you guys is what is your cause as a photographer? Uh, my cause is to give them this experience that is far greater than photography, to show them love, care, like pure passion towards them for them to like, I could, you know, like I want every couple to leave more in love because of my experience and my commitment to them as people, not like clients, like people, they're people. And I want them to walk away with physical heirlooms that will last longer than both me and you, Ben, these physical items that are going to be on people's walls forever, that are going to be, um, their albums sitting out for, for their kids to see. That's my cause. You're right on it, Ben. I mean, that's like the type of commitment and conviction that is like paramount towards your success as a photographer. I want to give, I want to give some takeaway here. I want to give something that's incredibly practical at this point. Uh, as we're talking to photographers that as they're listening, uh, when they get home, you guys that you can do that will, um, that will move the needle. Uh, Ben, what is one thing that someone should do once they get home that will help them to become more committed? Yeah, I think one thing, and this this works for me at least, is to tell somebody – have somebody keep you accountable for what you're committing to. If you just tell yourself that you're going to get up at four in the morning every morning, it's, you know, you may do it for a while, but is it going to last? I know with you, man, when you made that commitment, you announced it to the world. I'm like, man, he actually committed that to everybody. That's scary. Like he has to do it or he's in trouble. Yeah. Furthermore, too, I didn't just announce it out to the world like in social. No, no, uh, no. Because even that is, it's like the, it's the, Ah, it's a suggestion of accountability, but it's one that when you make an announcement like that to everyone, it's technically to no one. I also told my, one of my good friends, Cole, uh, and he asked that each morning that I get up that I shoot him a text. And if I don't, uh, he lets me know. <laughs> like <laughs> A little bit later, he's like, tsk, tsk, tsk. It's that commitment. It's, it's that accountability. I love that advice, Ben. Look, on that same token, too, I think one of the other reasons that we struggle with commitment is because we often – uh, I guess it's oftentimes people get in our way with their own ideas and their own opinions, right? Because we say something like, um, hey, hey, mom, hey, wife, hey, husband, I'm going to, I think I'm, I think I'm going to start getting up at four in the morning every day to get to work, to start committing to things. Uh, and they look at you and they say, you're crazy. Why would you do that? Are you sure that's a great idea? Or you look at your, your friend and you say, I'm going to go full time with photography here in the next couple months. And they look at you and they're like, really? I don't know. Can you do it? And as soon as those little cracks start to, to make their way through, uh, your, your mind, uh, 
it starts to just sabotage your game. And so my advice to you is this. Instead of saying, hey, mom, hey, husband, hey, wife, hey, friend, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this. This is what I'm going to do. Instead, say this. Say, hey, uh, hey, wife, hey, mom, I'm getting up at four in the morning. It's been really great. <laughs> or say, I'm going full-time with my photography. Don't, don't say, I'm gonna, or I'm thinking about. Instead, make a statement that it's happening, right? At that point, it's like when you bring a dog home, right, to your wife, and she get, like it's just there. You now have a dog. Deal with it, right? There's no like, hey, I'm thinking about getting a dog. What do you think, babe? Uh, no, there's no opportunity for objection. On the last topic of commitment, uh, you guys, this is why uh, not just knowing your numbers, but having it visible is so important, right? When I say know your numbers, I'm talking about um, knowing how many bookings you need to make in 2017, how much money you need to make on average per booking, right, in 2017. And when you write that down and you commit that, uh, not just to, to your mind, but to paper, and you have it in front of you every day, when that commitment is there, uh, you start hustling for it. You start mm-hmm. working towards it. It's that constant reminder. I mean, Ben, your, your desk is covered with <laughs> sticky notes. Talk about that. <laughs> no, yeah, I just write stuff down. I'm like old school. If I write it down and put sticky notes on my desk, it reminds me and it commits me to doing that. It was funny, early on, Ben and Steven were like, laughing at me and I just simply put a, a pad of sticky notes on each of their desks and you better believe it both of them use sticky notes now because of me <laughs> it's true there's power in, in committing things to print it's another hack that I want to encourage you guys to do look phones are great and and having everything synchronized between devices is fantastic but when you commit something from ink to paper from from lead to paper it changes the way that your your action takes place yeah. and there's a little bit of like this accomplishment uh, feeling that I feel every time I finish something, even like the day uh, I cross something off my list really hard. And I was like, Ben, did you hear that? He's like, yeah, you got something. What'd you get done? It was really cool. Or with the sticky notes, I crumple it up and I throw it in the trash can. Uh, I love that sense and that feeling. Awesome, man. Dude, Ben, thank you so much for hanging out, talking today. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. I hope you take action. I hope you go all in. I want to just remind you guys, it's hard. What we're doing is hard. Showing up every single day and trying to build our businesses alone is hard. I know many of you, you're in your apartments uh, or or you're in your garage or your basement. We don't have these dedicated offices and you're trying to to move the needle. For many of you, you know, you're stay-at-home parents and your kids are crying in the other room. Um, I want to help to be a voice uh, every single day to show up for you guys uh, that, that you can find inspiration and motivation from. And so Monday through Friday, you guys, on the Six Figure Photography Facebook page, I'm there every single day going live uh, for some amount of time just to give you guys that sounding block, to give you that, that direction, inspiration, of what we're doing at Style and Story Creative, how we're winning. I just want to invite you guys to that. Uh, look, enjoy the podcast as you're driving. Enjoy the podcast. It's fun. My wife always listens to podcasts as she's working on laundry, whatever your your time is. But I also want to bring you guys in uh, and join me live over on Facebook. Uh, I think it's, it's something that um, together we can keep moving this needle forward. So you guys, thank you so much for everything that you do. Thank you so much for the gratitude that you've expressed to me over the last few months. I've received those emails. I've received those phone calls and those texts. And man, I just got to tell you, it means the world to me. I'm so thankful for you guys. And this would not, I mean, six figure photography, it wouldn't exist uh, if there wasn't people listening on the other end. And so uh, you guys, here's to you. Cheers.